0: And joining us this morning is Dr. Joelle Lowe, clinical psychologist and director at the Mind Psychological Services and Training. Good morning and happy new year, Dr. Joelle. Thank
1: you. Happy new year. Good morning.
0: Yes. You know, the new year is here. Uh, People tend to have a list of resolutions um, and they either reuse the old one or come up with a new one. And for years, my resolution was to drink more water. (laughs) I've never really achieved that. And I've decided this year, you know what? I'm not going to go there. So Dr. Joel, how can we set realistic goals for ourselves without being too ambitious and putting so much pressure on ourselves?
1: Yeah, I think it's important for us when you're setting goals for resolutions and all that kind of good things, right? You need to make sure you know what you want, like what's the big end goal at the end of the day, right? So like for you, you said you want to drink more water. So a good place to start off with, how much water do you want to try and drink, right? Mm -hmm. And to get that answer, you need to know why you're drinking that water, right? Is it for better health? Is it because you want to have better skin or whatever it is? Mm -hmm. So having a big end goal at the end is really important and then after that, you can start breaking down those goals, right? And that's the important part. Some people, well, a lot of times when we set resolutions for ourselves, it's such a big goal, right? I want to lose like fifty pounds, or I want to, yeah, I want exactly. to get my PhD or something like that, something crazy like that, right? But it's such a big goal, right? Mm. And for humans, we're we're not used to seeing such big things at like that end of right. right. So we need to have that big goal, and then start breaking it down, right? right. So let's say you want to drink like what, um, eight cups of water a day, yeah. And if you're drinking like one cup of water a day, that's unreasonable,
0: right? No, it's very unreasonable. And I've been doing that. I've just been getting by on. On, on caffeine, right. on coffee, <laughs> right, which is imagine. a diuretic, so it's <laughs> yep, yep. not good.
1: So, what you want to do is then start breaking it down a little. Mm-hmm. So, maybe you want, like, for the first month, you start off with two cups, right? And then the third month, you go for three cups, and then for, for four cups, five cups, and so on and mm-hmm. so forth. So, you build it up, right? So, you have a step-by-step process sort of kind of thing. So, eventually, at some point, you get to your, your target goal, eight classes or whatever it is, or your PhD or whatever it is, right? <laughs> um, so, that's what you need to do, right? So And the thing about us humans as well, we like rewards, right? Mm-hmm. So, having these mini goals is important so that we can um, reward ourselves at every step, right? You get to two cups a day, for every day for a month, but get yourself something, right? A uh, right. small reward, pat in a bag, so that kind of thing. Um, and then you feel better about it and then you get more motivated to stay on and keep on going until you finish your goals.
0: All right, wonderful. Coming up, how do we, uh, you know, continue with this, uh, changes that we have initiated and uh, going about it step by step so that it becomes a consistent habit in our lives. All that with Dr. Joelle Lowe, clinical psychologist and director at the Mind Psychologicals services and training after Bruno Mars on light on the light breakfast with Shaz this morning Dr. Joel Lowe clinical psychologist and director at the Mind Psychological Services and Training talking about New Year's resolutions and uh, Dr. Joel you know how do we kind of continue with the changes that we have initiated in the new year because sometimes you know it starts strong but you lose steam after about three weeks (laughs) (laughs) weeks, (laughs) if that (laughs) that.
1: (laughs) three weeks is a long time yeah it is Um, I think I've got two two tips for people who, who, who start off strong and then they taper off towards the end, right? Well, not even the, end. the beginning actually. <laughs> I think the first one would be to uh, hold yourself accountable. I think that's really important, right? So if you make resolutions in your head and it just stays in your head, so when you end up not doing it, no one's going to call you out on it, mm-hmm. no one's going to remind you about it. So you're like, ah, okay, I'll forget about it. It's fine, no issues, right? So one thing that I like to uh, get my clients to do is to um, tell someone, right? So mm-hmm. like Facebook and Twitter, that's amazing for that. Instagram is amazing for that, right? So you plaster it all over your social media mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and people know that's your goals, right? So whenever you're out and about and you, uh, you're been drinking more water, for example. People remind you, hey, aren't you supposed to be drinking water and not coffee? Right? <laughs> so you get called out on it and you can't like wiggle your way out of it, right? Yeah.
0: Except people do, you know? They they start strong, it's all over their Facebook. You see yep, that for yep. like a good 10 days and then mm. suddenly quiet. Yeah, yep, You know, yep. it, it, I was like that with um, mm. this whole no carb, low carb thing. Yep, yep, <laughs> After yep. about four days, it was like, oh, look at my pasta lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, consistency and having people basically hold you accountable. Yeah. Um, um, that definitely uh, helps. In, in a step-by-step way, if you do fall off the bandwagon early yep. on, yep. what can you do about that?
1: Um, I think another, the the, next, uh, the other thing I was going to say was that, you know, to be motivated, I think it's something about, it's a lot due to resilience, right? Um, people oftentimes say like, oh, if I'm not feeling motivated today, I'm not going to do something, you know, even though it's because it's really hard, it's difficult. But for me, uh, and what I like to tell my clients is that, you know, being motivated is a lot like an emotion, right? It's like being happy, right? So you think about it, um, let's say your birthday is coming up, right? It's like in a month, uh, it's time, and you're to make plans for it, okay? Until you start making plans and thinking about it and, and imagining what your, your birthday is gonna be like, you know, you're not gonna get motivated, you're not gonna get excited about it. Is this another day? So same with setting goals and, and achieving goals, and I and I probably argue that it's even more important when you wanna set goals, right? That you need to start doing it before you can feel motivated. You can't feel happy before you do something, you can't feel mm-hmm. motivated before you do something, right? So if you do fall off the bandwagon, if you do um, after a week and then you screw up and then you don't uh, continue on with your goals just get back on horse right start mm-hmm. from scratch again start from uh, step one and then let yourself get motivated slowly again by doing it so I think the thing about us as well is that sometimes we're really harsh on ourselves yes. Right. so when we do mess up we do not accomplish what we're trying to set up to do we're like oh man see there it goes again there's another year gone it's only yeah. January oh my goodness but so what it's only January right mm-hmm. a so supervisor of mine once told me that you know, can you guarantee that in life you'll never fall down Right. right. you can't right when you do fall down what do you do? You pick yourself up and off you go again. So the same theory applies. You screw up, you get up again.
0: All right. Now, for most of us going into a new year, we do carry some baggage from the year before, old resolutions, even financial stress. Uh, We'll find out from Dr. Joel how we can mentally prepare ourselves for what will come in the new year. That's after Eric Clapton here on Light. And joining me this morning on Mind Matters is Dr. Joel Lowe, clinical psychologist and director at the Mind Psychological Services and Training. Now, Dr. Dr. Joel, most of us, you know, going into a new year, we carry forward baggage from the year before, like old resolutions, um, financial stress. How do we mentally prepare ourselves for what will come up in the new year?
1: Yeah. I think it's really important to be kind to ourselves, right? So let's say you had a bad year, your resolutions were like completely unmet, right? You were like, you know, we are supposed mm. to go to the gym more often. You only went like once in the entire calendar year. It happens. Yeah, it happens, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I think it's important for us to be kind to ourselves and say, you know what, it's a new year. It's a brand new page. Let's start anew. Let's mm-hmm. give ourselves a chance to to actually get this uh, done properly and done right, right? And that baggage that you have, you know, it's important for you to let it go, right? right. I think that's important. Um, and the same goes for a lot of things in life, right? You know, you have baggage. You know, you want to let it go and not bring it along with you because it has implications on your future actions, right? Mm-hmm. So if you want to lose weight, last year you went to the gym one time. This year you say I'm gonna lose weight again, and then you miss the first month, and you say, see, it's gonna be like 2018 again. Yeah. And it's gonna be back to Nothing's square changed. one. Nothing's changed. Correct, correct. And you don't want that on your, your shoulders, right? So be nice to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Tell yourself, you know what? It's a brand new start, brand yeah. new year. Let's get this going all, all over again, right? Yeah. So to prepare ourselves, you know, I think it's important for you to be realistic, right? You're not mm. going to achieve all of your goals, right? So it's important for you to, like I said this now, have a big goal at the end and then have those micro uh, mini steps along the way in that sense. That helps you keep motivated, help you stay on, on point in that sense. Yeah.
0: Right. What are your thoughts mm. on vision boards? Because some people like to start them in January mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. see where, you know, th- to have physical evidence of, well, not evidence, but... But a motivation yep, yep. you know to to get to their goals. Yep,
1: yep. Vision boards are great, but I think it depends on how you use it, right? So some people like to build the vision boards as they go, which is great. So it's like it's a combo of um, these are the goals I want to meet and this is where I am at the moment, right? Which is great. But if you have a vision board that's there, right, and it keeps growing and you still can't reach it, then it becomes this like monkey on your back, right? Yeah. And it's really scary. So I'd encourage uh, people to create do the vision boards which are brilliant, but along the way, customize it, modify it in you know, it. Mm -hmm. right? So at least that way you can track your progress. And it might be a good idea to have a a giant vision board at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. but also another work in progress one, right? So you at least can track and see how well you're going, where you are at the moment, what you need to do and catch up and all that kind of good things.
0: Okay, I like that. A work in progress board. Yeah, (laughs) there we go. (laughs) Okay, well, coming up, you know, let's talk about discipline and goal setting and how we can actually be disciplined for those of us who know ourselves all too well. (laughs) All that after Dean Lewis up next on Light. And on Mind Matters this morning, joining me is Dr. Joelle Lowe, Clinical Psychologist and Director at the Mind Psychological Services and Training. Now, talking about a new year and new goals, or maybe old goals, some of us lack discipline. So what are your thoughts on discipline and achieving goals?
1: I think discipline is such a big scary word, right? I think we've grown up in a school system in Malaysia where discipline is the be-all and end-all about student life. And I think because of it, it becomes something that's so scary and and, and negative for a lot of us. But actually, what discipline really means is just the ability to to follow a regimen, a routine, right? Mm -hmm. A timetable, for that matter. And if you start looking at it that way, I think it becomes much more relaxed and much more achievable. So, like, for example, if your timeline is over a span of a year, you're going to go to the gym at least twice a week for 12 months, right? Mm -hmm. You need to start building in into your schedule, right? So that means you're not going to just say it arbitrarily, okay, this week I'm going to go to the gym twice, but I don't know when I'm going to do it. I don't know what time I'm going to do it, whether I'm going to do it before work, after okay. work, yeah, on the Yeah, that's weekends. a bit wishy-washy isn't it? Exactly, exactly. So once you start building up your timetable, building up your routine and you follow it, right? That's discipline, isn't it? Right? Just making sure that you're on track, on the ball, mm-hmm. making sure that you know you're going to do what when. I think that's really mm-hmm. important, yeah.
0: And your thoughts on those of us who make excuses for ourselves. <laughs> what, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. what can you tell yourself to get out of this, you know, this yeah. excuse Excuse making. Yep. Yeah,
1: yep. Yeah. I think sometimes it's okay. I think sometimes it's okay to make excuses. Because sometimes we need a cheat day, we need an off day. We need to just turn off and just veg out in front of the T V, watch mm-hmm. on Netflix or whatever it is and be, be okay about it, right? But the other times when we do want to cheat and we do want to make excuses and all that kind of good things. So the first thing I'll go back to is the accountability thing, right? Yes. So tell a friend. So have a good buddy. I know I know there are friends out there who would say, Yeah, you know, don't go to the gym and it's all right, just stay and watch Netflix at home, that's fine. <laughs> that's you don't
0: a fr- that's a friend of me or <Exactly>. an enabler. <laughs> <laughs>
1: enabler is exactly that So you want to find someone Who's really motivated mm-hmm. Who knows what you're trying to do And is going to have your back Right in that sense So go back to that That's the first one. Second one is Even though you want to make excuses And not go mm-hmm. Start small Right to Tell yourself Okay look I'm not going to go work out For three hours today I'm just going to go to the gym and see what happens there, right? right? So I go to the gym. Okay, I'm there. Okay, since I'm there, okay, I'm just gonna go on the treadmill for like 10, 15 minutes and see how that goes, right? So again, you're like breaking down that mini goal into even smaller goals, mm-hmm. right? And so mm-hmm. you're just really just saying, okay, let's do a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, and eventually you're gonna have spent two, three hours there, in the gym, yeah. Right?
0: Because you know, y- you then justify yourself to yourself that hey, I'm here already. I've got my shoes
1: on. Exactly. Exactly.
0: <sighs> Might as well just you know right. pound that treadmill for forty minutes. Yeah, exactly.
1: There we go. <laughs>
0: All right. Well coming up you know sometimes a whole new year seems a bit daunting can we break it up into smaller challenges we'll find out with dr joel Lowe, clinical psychologist and director at the mind psychological services and training up next after natalie cole on light And on Mind Matters this morning, joining me is Dr. Joelle Lowe, Clinical Psychologist and Director at the Mind Psychological Services and Training. So instead of a New Year's resolution, some are suggesting taking up a 30-day challenge. Are there any benefits to this method? Is this a good one?
1: Yeah, I think it's a good one. 30-day challenges are really, in essence, um, what I was talking about, like breaking down your goals into smaller chunks, right? So um, one thing you could do is to have like 12 30-day challenges so you have multiple things to achieve in a year, or you could have one big thing that you wanna do at the end of the year, break it down into those micro steps and then you have your uh, automatically your, your twelve months of thirty day challenges, right? Mm-hmm. So this is really good because humans like to stay motivated in general, uh, right? We're not a spe- population or species that you know would like who are able to see the big goal at the end of the day and then work towards it um, non-stop. We can't do that, right? Mm-hmm. So we like motivations, we like little pats on the backs, right? So this 30 day challenges are great because it gives you one excited because every month it's a different thing. And the second part thing that's good about it is that you get to bring Reward yourself, right? So at the end of the challenge, there's a reward, some way, some form, somehow, right? Even if you're able to tell it on Facebook, right? That's a really good reward as well. So I think those are brilliant. The only thing is that if you start being random about it, so this month is one thing, next month is totally something different, and then every month Mm. is something different, and then you don't achieve your goals, uh, that's an issue, right? So
0: for weight loss, you have to be consistent with the theme, right? Exactly, and and no food rewards. Yep, yep,
1: (laughs) that's true. Well, not not exactly. I mean, if you have a food reward, that's like a cheat day after 30 days. That's Mm. okay, I reckon, right? So it's like a build-up to the reward that you're gonna get. Which is brilliant. Yeah. Right,
0: okay. Now, what about yourself, Dr. Joel? Do you have a New Year's resolution?
1: I do actually. I, I was reading this really good article a couple of days ago about how um, there was this person who, who runs a business, right? Mm-hmm. And she said that, you know, every year I ask myself, what kind of job would I like to have? And I was thought like, what what, what does that mean? You're the owner, you're the CEO. And she was saying that, you know, every year the business changes and her, her role in the business changes. And I thought that was a really good idea. So for me this year, uh, in my role as director at, uh, running the mine, I, my goal for this year is to be an educator, right? Mm-hmm. I want be able to teach, and by teaching, I, it could be in many different forms, you know, like for example, doing interviews like this, um, working with my interns, my supervisees, for example, working with my team. Um, so, just to share the knowledge as much as I can and just to spread the world in that sense. So, I think that's my resolution for the year to to teach, to educate. I think that's, that's what I want to try and do. Fantastic. And yeah. thank you so much
0: for sharing with us this morning. My pleasure. My pleasure. Of course, uh, Dr. Joelle Lowe is the clinical psychologist and director at the MIND Psychological Services and Training for the full interview. Go to our our podcast section at our website. It's light.my, a little after 10 a.m. this morning.